0: Sound. Sound. Music. Acoustic. Noise. Sound. I have a favourite sound, I think. Sound. Ultrasonic. How they listen. Just a little
1: The one place where it sounds the best. You're
0: listening to Sound Sound Matters.
1: (laughs) Hi, you're listening to Sound Matters, a podcast made possible by Bang & Olofsson. My name is Tim Hinman. Welcome to the 25th edition of the show, and a whole new season of shows talking about sound... ...and things that matter. This time, a book. A novel, in fact. A novel written and published just like any other ordinary novel. But it's not an ordinary novel. It's a novel made of sounds. Now, it's all written down. It's published in a hardcover and all that. But the novel is constructed out of descriptions of sounds. Instructions for how to make or record sounds and more. It's still a novel though, nonetheless. It's proper literature, but it's also a musical composition. Sound confusing? Well, it isn't really. The title of the book is The Music, a novel through sound, and it's written by Matthew Herbert.
0: My name is Matthew Herbert, and I'm a composer, and I work mainly in turning sound into music and have done for a number of years. That number of years goes all the way back to the
1: 1990s, since when Matthew Herbert has performed and published music under such names as Dr. Rocket, Radio Boy, Mr. Vertigo, Transformer and Wish Mountain. He's a British electronic musician and composer. He's made a name for himself with his signature style that often uses sounds taken from everyday items to produce music. He crosses genres from dance music to the avant-garde. He's super productive, these days producing film scores, exploring sound and artistic creation on many levels. And now
0: he's a writer too. Now um, I've published my first book called The Music and it's a description of the next record that I will never make.
1: This next record Matthew will never make is what you're gonna hear my version of in this show. It's important to stress that, that it's my version. It's a big part of the point behind this book. Personal interpretation is really what it's all about.
0: It's always supposed to exist in people's heads, so I like the idea of other people's interpretations. So I'm very happy for you to do it, but it's... From my perspective, I feel like it would immediately shape how it is, and that would kill the thing it's supposed to be, in a way. Well, let's hope I don't kill it
1: entirely. I will try my best. In fact, more than just try my best, I've enlisted the help of Danish film sound designer. That's something called a tonermeister in Danish, by the way. I've asked tonermeister Mas Lundgård to help me create some sound design for a few short extracts from the novel. As it says on the back cover of the book, every sound
0: is possible. That sort of feels like a new, slightly uncharted territory, certainly for me.
1: So let's get going. You're going to hear Matthew's voice pop up along the way, guiding you through some of his artistic process and thoughts. And you'll hear me appearing as the book. And like with any good book, we start at the very beginning.
0: First chapter I wrote is the first chapter in the book. And that's by and large stayed roughly the same shape. Which starts with the book opening and finishes with a headless pigeon falling out of a tree.
1: It starts with a single dry sound, no reverb. It's the sound of this book opening slowly in the late morning, quietly, though as if read in private in a dark corner. The paper subtly creaks as the spine separates and opens. A tiny buzz from a nearby table lamp is the underscore. The crease of the paper on the first page turn mixes with the wet ping and dry crackle of wood on a fire. Once the page turn is finished, there is a too soon silence. Within that void, you can hear your own breath bristling against the hairs on the inside of your nose as you exhale. There are two of these exhalations, but on the third, a surprise. a recording of a strong January wind catching the remaining winter leaves of four old oak trees artificially planted in a row. The sound is contained, though, as if through double glazing. The wind fades up over a minute, slowly evolving, the higher frequencies filtered out in a slow sweep as we become aware of of a tone that simultaneously contains a hum, a whine, a throb. The lonely, dull drama of a Boeing 777 at night. Riding above it is the snore of of a white 50-year-old American male asleep in first class on an Emirates flight to Dubai.
0: Well, I first had the idea about 20 years ago of writing a record called The Description, which would just be a description of a piece of music that I would write, rather than the actual music itself. and. I just couldn't work out exactly how to do it, I made a few false attempts at it. So I started to describe, you know, you'd hold a G minor chord with three French horns and and a bass clarinet and then over the top you would hear a, a I don't know, a police siren or something like that and whatever and it just sounded, it looked rubbish and it sounded rubbish. And then suddenly I realised about three years ago, actually, it should just be sounds. In a way, it would just become a a manifesto for what I'd discovered along the way working with sound. The very first sound that I recorded was me biting an apple. And um, it was such an extraordinary sound, pitched right down, pitched down three or four octaves. And just this incredible sound, you know... The idea that in your hand you're holding an apple, but within it it sounds, it contains the sound of a tree, it was so sort of compelling and extraordinary. It was like opening up another world. It's like looking into an electron microscope, and instead of seeing tiny things, seeing the entire universe. It's you know, it's one of the really annoying things about the creative processes. It sometimes it takes twenty years to actually solve the problem. Sometimes you can solve it in an afternoon, and sometimes you can solve it in two minutes. There's just some things that just take that time to, for your brain to actually join all the dots together.
1: Chapter One Prelude It's 3.30 in the morning and we're far underground in one of the deepest trenches of the Pacific Ocean. A hole has been drilled down through the ocean floor, and a small microphone has been fed through the hole some considerable distance. Vertically. Downwards. We are listening to huge plates shift subtly, but on a colossal scale. Slowly, we fade up. To a hydrophone attached to a weight resting on the seabed we hear an echo of a long reverberant but distant boom then nearer the surface a thud on the bottom of a submarine an identical boom again back down below. Further up, a string of bubbles. Behind another vessel, the one that is recording what follows, there is attached a substantial length of cable. Along its line, at long but evenly spaced intervals, there are twelve waterproof speakers. As the vessel rises to the surface, slowly towing the speakers, the ocean floor hydrophone records the following sound, one sound per speaker, in slow succession. A man asleep in Denver.
0: It's hung around 12 characters, but each chapter is, is the world as heard through a particular state of one of these characters. Each of the Chapters started off being framed as a collection of experiences. So so the first one was about being on the move. The second one was about waiting.
1: A girl asleep in Chibok.
0: Another one was about the food industry, about trying to hear what we consume and how we consume.
1: A woman asleep in Monklands.
0: Over the course of the last couple of years, I've woven... I started to attach these these thematic ideas to characters.
1: A man asleep in Sydney. A woman asleep in Guangdong.
0: That structure is really important to me. A parent asleep in Gaza. Because it's kind of like scaffolding, really.
1: A woman asleep in Uppsala.
0: And then you try and bring alive or try and breathe life into a few characters to inhabit that scaffolding or to sort of swing from the rafters, if you like.
1: A doctor asleep in Quetta. A man asleep in Al-Wakra. A person asleep in Kent.
0: There's very few places where it tells you how to feel
1: a family asleep on the move something away from the earth awake listening
0: it's really just a long list of instructions like if you want to make this experience as I intended to then do this followed by this put this microphone here stick your head in the ground, listen to mould growing, now listen to an iceberg crack. Nobody is right, nobody is wrong, um, because nobody can know what all those sounds sound like, I mean there must be 20 to 30 thousand sounds, different sounds in the book. A sonic bomb explodes in Syria.
1: Beneath the hum and churn of vibrating feeders on a machine for washing sand, we hear nine imported Kashmir goats in Afghanistan, having their throats slit one after the other in quick succession, all at the same loud volume, all slightly sped up so that the sound goes past quickly. Someone staples an invoice to an A4 photocopy. Snap, a mouse trap goes off. Crack. An egg from a battery chicken breaks on the floor of a hospital. Click, a hook snaps onto the belt of an engineer on the top floor of a skyscraper in Seattle. Crack. The snap of 24 chopsticks pulled apart in Japan. A bang of claws and feathers into metal as a peacock attacks its own reflection in the passenger door of a black car. The sizzle of a cow's rump being branded with a hot iron. The splitting off of a huge slab of marble in a quarry the messy clang of a handful of dead batteries into a steel dustbin.
0: I think that's what our job is, you know, our job is to help direct people's attention in ways of listening and hearing. And it's a political thing as well, you know, one of the most important things I love about sound and listening is that you have to be quiet to do it. And politically, I think that's something really valuable um, right now in an age of Trump and Twitter and shouting and opinions and all the rest of it. And actually just being, taking time to be quiet and listen, I think, is really valuable.
1: An in-breath, the silence before a long-desired kiss. An out-breath, the silence before the vicar says amen. An in-breath, the silence just before a kettle starts heating up after the switch has been flicked on. An out-breath, the silence just before the needle of a syringe breaks the skin. There's a low buzzing made up of several noises. There's a 50 hertz cycle in earth hum layered on top of that. There's the vibration from a fan which is also creating a hum. An in-breath, the silence inside a large plane on a runway before taking off on a night flight. But this is just the vibration of the fan motor as it's mounted against the inner metal frame that's hidden from view but vibrates in sympathy. But out of time with the rest of the structure, the motor driving the fan has a slight whine. There's also the movement of the air itself from the fan—a stable, An but uneven noise. The silence before a the prayer to the at the a family dinner. Oscillating as they spin, so there are minor variations. An inbreath. The silence
0: before the light turns green. <laughs> I do think it's possible to hear everything. It's just a question of, are our brains big enough to comprehend what that might mean? And that's one of the fundamental struggles of being human, isn't it? Is is to know that we're physically and intellectually not capable of understanding our circumstances. Quickly
1: now, a meal dumped in a bin. Plates, glasses, cutlery. A
0: door closes.
1: Timberland boots on a wooden floor. A fire put out in a grate. A coin in an empty plastic charity box. A tabloid newspaper thrown on a sofa. The scrubbing of a stain in a bathroom. The striking of a match. A knocking over of a teacup. A suede effect cufflink box closes with a muffled snap. The tearing open of a crisp white envelope, a computer shut down, a switch, any switch. The chopping of wood with a newly sharpened axe, a dog just locked in a cage, a key turn, a blade turning, a handle twisted left, a candle pinched out with wet fingers, and a muted... A hot pan plunged into cold water, a front door slammed.
0: If there is something bigger than us, which, I, which there must be something bigger than us, there's clearly something bigger than us. <laughs> um, if there's something that's bigger than us in the universe, then you know, there's no way of knowing that. But you can surrender to that unknowability. And I guess that's part of what the book is about.
1: The Sound of an Object Leaving the Earth The sound of the friction between the atmosphere and the earth as it spins. The sound of a dense, collapsing mass. As it hurtles past. The sound of a body breaking up into its constituent parts. Solar winds. The impossible sound of solar winds. The sound of a continuous bombardment of particles. The sound of gravity hurling a distant planet round a distant sun. The sound of the distortion at the edges of dust. The sound of black holes collapsing. The sound of light as it passes through virgin space. Multiplying, 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 multiplying. The sounds of cells multiplying at dizzying speeds, the sound of dark energy expanding, all the shuddering of elements, the sound of an explosion. And that, sadly, is all we have time for in this edition of the show. If you want to keep exploring the music a novel through sound, track it down at matthewherbert.com, where you'll also find a ton of links on Matthew's other work and upcoming events. Thank you very much to Matthew Herbert for this, and to Kathy Fitzgerald for putting me in touch with Matthew.
0: It starts with the book opening and finishes with a headless pigeon falling out of a tree.
1: Thank you to Mas Lundgård,
0: Tonemeister,
1: there's that lovely Danish word again for film sound guy, for his brilliant work here illustrating these excerpts from the book. Thank you, of course, to Nathaniel Pusinski who is the Supreme Editor-in-Chief of Sound Matters, and thanks to Bang & Olafson who make this entire podcast possible. Check them out at bang-olufsen.com. My name is Tim Hinman. You can write to me if you like. My mail address is tim at thirdear.dk. That's thirdear.dk. And don't forget, you can hear all episodes of Sound Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Bye for now.
0: Sound. 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 Music. Acoustic. Noise. Sound. I have a favorite sound, I think. Sound? Ultrasonic. How they listen. Just a little. Boop. The one place where it
1: sounds the best. You're listening to sound. Sound matters. <laughs>